This is Everyday Tech on Mississippi Edition. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Wilts Couture, IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we're going to talk about some scams to watch out for and how to avoid them. Good morning, Jeremy and Wilts. Good morning. Good morning. Let's first talk about who you believe is more susceptible to things like Internet scams and phone scams. I'm sorry, I have to say it. It's, it's definitely the elderly. Technology hasn't been as big of a part of their life, so they don't anticipate these types of things. And also, elderly people tend to have a little more, a little more to give away, and mm-hmm. especially down here in the South, uh, people are incredibly charitable. Well, let's talk about a few in particular that we know are problematic. So we just suffered some storm damage. And you said that this is the time when folks are trying to take advantage of people who may have just experienced a storm. What kind of scams may come after a storm? Well, you know, you'll start seeing the people running the neighborhoods or, you know, you'll start seeing things being blasted out there. It's like, hey, donate to this particular charity. And it may not really be a charity. It could be somebody's uh, household charity. So you really want to look into whenever you're donating funds to make sure that it's a legitimate charity. A way to check that is to actually go to the Secretary of State's website in our state, and they can actually tell you who's registered as a charity, and you can verify some of those things. Yeah, definitely. And also um, uh, be aware of anybody who wants cash up front. If you haven't learned the lesson that if you give them the money, they're probably going to run with it, uh, they're, they're probably going to run with it. Um, maybe if they ask for 25% or 50% up front to get materials and those types of things or to retain the job, that would be legitimate. But given everything up front, no, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would even still be a little bit nervous with that unless you had some really good references. Yeah, I definitely check references. Try to see if they have any online reviews. Look up their name. Just Google people. Just try to find that person. It's, it's much easier to find people now. So let's talk about these email scams. One that I've gotten is, hey, I'm stranded in a faraway country and I need you to send me this amount of money to rescue me. So when you get something like that in the email, especially if you don't have a nephew or especially if you don't have a brother, that's a red flag as well. But that's probably a a pretty common scam, right? Yeah, uh, pretty much anything like that. If they want you to go through MoneyGram or they want you to send them like a PayPal money card, be extremely skeptical. That's one of the quickest ways for scammers to take the money and run. Well, and here's the thing, too, though. Would you ask for somebody for money via email? No. Wouldn't you, wouldn't no. you actually want to talk to them, see them? I would not be opposed to, you know, helping Sharita out if she was on, like, you know, a big overseas tour or something. But I probably wouldn't just go off of the email. I probably actually want to give a ring to a number right. where I know where she is and say, hey, mm-hmm. Rita, is this really you? You need it? Yeah, we got some bail money for you. Me and Jeremy will kick in. You know? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one more I wanted to touch on mm-hmm. um, was when you are shopping, like on eBay or some of these different things, uh, what are some ways to know that you are not being scammed when it comes to purchasing things on something like Craigslist or eBay? So uh, Craigslist is a different beast altogether. But I'd say eBay, you rely on the seller ratings look back at what other people have said about that seller, that's a good way to keep from getting scammed. Although sometimes a legit seller can have their account hacked and then they can try to slide off some merchandise and reroute their bank account and uh, that usually doesn't work eBay or the the seller usually catches that before it happens, but it is possible for it to happen. And you mentioned like Craigslist, one of the uh, common scams that I've heard of, especially when people are selling cars or larger dollar items, is people making the request, hey, I want to buy your car, 
I'm going to send you this certified cashier's check for $10,000. I know you're only selling it for $8,000, but I just already had this check made out. So if you just go ahead and just send me the balance back and what they're actually sending you is an illegitimate cashier's check or a faked money order. These are like expired or bad. Mm. And now you've sent them 2000 of your good money. Think, oh, I got the check. I cashed it. You may find out from a couple of days later from your bank that, no, it didn't quite go through. So it's just one of those. If you don't know the people, if, you're, if you can't really check them on out, you really need to think about it, especially if you're sending your money. And in that same respect, when you sell stuff on Craigslist, you're giving a lot of people your information, and they can contact you based on that. Uh, hey, you've got that laptop for sale, and do the same thing that Wilt said. Oh, well, I see you're selling it for $180. Well, I'll send you 240 to send it to my niece at this address. And no, if it gets complicated, just pull the plug. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about scams on Everyday Tech, the show this coming Wednesday morning at 10. You can always send us an email before or during the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. For Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Sharita Brent. This is Everyday Tech on Mississippi Edition. Thanks for listening.